So last week, if you were here, we talked about Jesus showing up to prove to his disciples that he is the king. Jesus proves he's the king, that he holds it all together, and that he is, in fact, alive. But there's one problem, is that last week, Thomas wasn't there. So Thomas is still living in doubt. And as we watch this video this morning, pay attention to how Jesus changes Thomas' story. And watch, also watch Thomas's eyebrows throughout this story while he's talking. Let's take a look at that in our video for this morning. When Jesus appeared to his disciples in a house in Jerusalem, one of Jesus' disciples, Thomas, was not there. Thomas heard the news. We've seen the Lord, his friends said, but Thomas did not believe that Jesus was alive. Thomas said, I want to see and touch the holes in his hands and his side, or I will never believe. Huh? One week later, Thomas was inside with the disciples when Jesus appeared again. Peace be with you. <gasps> He said. Then Jesus said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. Reach out and touch my side. Don't be an unbeliever. Believe. Thomas did believe. My Lord and my God, he said. Jesus said, You believed because you have seen me. Those who believe in me without seeing me are blessed. Jesus is still alive today. We have not seen Jesus, but if we believe in him, we will be blessed. Jesus sends out believers to tell others about him and gives us the Holy Spirit to help us. Question we're thinking about today is what story are you living in? And I think that'll help us walk into the passage that we just heard about from John chapter 20, verses 24 to 29, if you want to follow along or read that later. The question is, what story are you living in? Is it a story where Jesus is alive? When Jesus where this end of the story is life forever with him? Is it a story where we have this optimism of knowing that Jesus is, in fact, the king who holds it all together? Or is it a different story? Is it a story where I see the world falling apart, where I see my relationships and my own life falling apart? Is it the story that I believe ends in death? And I think the eyebrows show it all. This is the story Thomas was living in. It was a story that ended in death. While the other disciples, the other ten, were living in a story that ended in life because they had seen Jesus, they had believed in him, and they have this excitement and this joy that just kind of bubbles up and you can't hold it down. This excitement that they had, that they, they didn't just tell Thomas one time we have seen the Lord, but, but they kept on telling him. And we have to recognize that this is seven days that they're having this conversation over and over again. And the disciples keep telling Thomas over and over again, we've seen the Lord, we've seen the Lord, we know he's alive, he showed us in the scriptures, he ate the fish. We know that our story ends in life. And because we know that, it changes everything about our lives. And we want the people around us to know it. We want the people that we love to know that our story ends in life. And maybe you've been there. And maybe you keep 
going with the joy that you have that Jesus is in fact alive and he's coming back to bring this life to us and you share it with your family members and with your loved ones. And maybe, well maybe you've seen the story of people who believe that the end of their story is death. And maybe this, no matter how many times you go over the story again and again, well, it comes ultimately to this response. And if you saw the eyebrows, I think the eyebrows tell it better than anything in the video of how Thomas was feeling, that this wasn't like a rational, skeptical response to what the disciples are saying. But this was an emotional, angry outburst of Thomas. Right? That, that he, doesn't, he doesn't have just passive language, well, I'd really like to touch his hands. No, he says, unless I can shove my finger in his hands, we'll go to that next slide and see that passage. Unless I can shove my finger in the nail holes in his hands and shove my hand into his side, he says, I will never believe. And you can almost feel the joy of the disciples turn to this disappointment that they can't share this joy with their friend. Thomas only says this once. They tell him maybe a hundred times they've seen the Lord, and Thomas says one time, I will never believe in him. Because the end of his story is death. When the end of the story is death, that is a hard, dark road to walk on. And ultimately, this is what our world, this is what the devil wants to convince us of. He wants to convince us that the end of the road is, in fact, death. He wants us to look at the world and put images in front of our faces of of how war-torn our world is and all of the broken relationships we have and, and, and how broken our families are. He wants us to focus on those things and despair. He wants us to see the way of the world and see a world that's falling apart and see our lives that are falling apart. And he wants us to believe that our end is death. And when we believe that, how can we respond in any other way than an angry outburst? Because that's a hard story. But the gospel message that I want you to hear this morning is that Jesus changes our story. Because that was the story for all of us. There was a time when our end was death. But Jesus changes our story so that now our story ends in life. It ends in Jesus who pulls this world together. Who pulls our lives together. And who gives us life with him forever. Jesus shows up for Thomas. Even though he doubted, even though he believed the end of his story was death, Jesus shows up. And we'll go to that next slide. And what Jesus says is, Thomas, I heard you. I heard you say that you were going to shove your hands in my, your fingers in my hands. Here it is. Put your finger in my hand. Put your hand in my side. Stop disbelieving, but believe. Do not disbelieve, but believe. And we don't actually know if Thomas put his fingers in the hands. We don't know if he put his hand in his side. But what we do know is that Thomas is converted. Because Jesus is the word of God from the beginning of creation. And he speaks his powerful word. The same word that sets the world into motion. Jesus speaks to Thomas. He says, believe. And Thomas's story is changed. He comes from this story where his end is death and Jesus puts him 
in a story where his end is life. And Thomas's response in that next slide, Thomas's response is a confession of faith. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. This is this little brief confession. Just like the Apostles' Creed just pared down to five little words, Thomas says, my Lord and my God, because he is no longer living in a story that ends in death. He is rejoicing in a story that ends in life. And my prayer for today is that all of us can also see that God changes our story. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter the things that you have done. It doesn't matter even the lies that you have believed. It doesn't matter how much you're out there this week and this world tries to convince you that the end of the story is death and and we have to do something about it, change it, because otherwise this world's going to fall apart Or, or that there's nothing we can do and this world is falling apart. It doesn't matter how much the movies or the news channels try to convince you of that because when you come here on a Sunday morning, the word's always going to be the same. When you open your scriptures, the word is always going to be the same, that Jesus changed our stories so that they would end in life. It's a Sunday that Jesus shows up that first time to the ten disciples and they're gathered together. It's on a Sunday that Jesus shows up and tells Thomas to stop disbelieving and believe. And it doesn't mean that this is the only way to do it, but that's why we gather here together on a Sunday. Because we believe in Jesus and we know that seeing is not believing, but because we believe in him, we want to see Jesus work here on a Sunday morning, just like he did those other times. And if you don't believe it, well, you did get to see Jesus work in a powerful way. You got to see Jesus actually change the stories of four little girls up here this morning. As Jesus took them from a story that ended in death and through baptism, he brought them into a story that ends in life which is why we do it, which is why we join Thomas in this confession, which is why we confess our faith every Sunday morning after we hear the word that God speaks to us. We confess our faith in joy of knowing that Jesus has changed our stories. Now the end of your story is life with him forever. Let's go to that last slide. Because this world, you will leave here today and there will be images in front of your face until you come back here next Sunday that are trying to convince you that your story ends in death. That there's either nothing you can do about it or you better get to work. But we see a story where Jesus gets to work and he works through us. We see a story that Jesus has changed. Jesus changes our story ultimately so that we can confess our faith here together and so that we can confess it out in the world. Jesus changes our story and makes the end of it life.